it is 2023. I cannot believe it's literally been an entire year that's went by. I have had so many things happen in the last year. If you want to learn more about that, you can head over to my most recent podcast that I put out in December. Um, I've taken a much needed break. I think I've been off the podcast for like a month now. And even before then, I was kind of sporadic um, on when I was able to record, sit down, and just have time to be creative and reflect and really have the energy and mental capacity to sit down and just be myself and get on the podcast and show up for you guys. So, so here we are. We're in 2023. This is the first podcast episode of 2023, and I'm just so excited to be here. So here we go. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Tessa West Lubke, and you are listening to the She Just Got Real podcast, a podcast focused on creating space to talk about the crazy real things that we all struggle with in our lives, in our relationships, in our faith, and every area in between. Let's get started. podcast episode, I really just want to talk about what I am doing to start out 2023 the best way possible. I just want to use this new year, this new season of my life, this new, all the newness to really set myself up to have a really good year and also just have a year that I'm proud of, have a year that I can look back on and say, wow, I'm so thankful that I did this and I'm so thankful that I did that and I'm thankful that I went for this and that I tried this um and even being thankful and like the things that don't work out like I want to be just very aware and awake and present to my life and to the things happening around me and to the opportunities that are in front of me and really just be super super present for that um so I wanted to share a few different things that I'm doing to really make sure that I set myself up to have a great year because I feel like in the past few years I've just done so many things and also I've just been super over um not overworked I'd say just like over simulated and going a lot of directions that I didn't feel like were really taking me the direction that I needed to go like I feel like I was on a path that wasn't leading me down the path of the life that I really wanted to live, I guess. And so I've done like a lot of just different things in the past with my business, with my career. And I just really am super excited for this year to be a growth year and to be a year that I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about what I want to do. Like I just want to learn so much and just be a sponge. Um, But I also recognize in myself that if I have too much of a like success mentality or if I kind of have too much of a oh I need to do this and learn this and do that I tend to burn out really easily and I just don't do anything altogether so I'm really being very conscious and again just very aware of my different things that trigger me into burnout and um, try to avoid that and instead work from one of my business coaches says work from a place of overflow instead of overwhelm and I just love that phrase just working from a place where you're just overflowing with joy and happiness and peace and 
instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do this. And so I'm trying to create space mentally, physically, spiritually for me to work from a place of overflow. Um, but I'll just go ahead and jump right in to, I think I have around six points that I want to hit um, as actionable steps of what I'm doing to make sure 2023 is the best year possible. So number one is I am prioritizing rest and restfulness. And by this, I mean focusing on what it means to seriously rest. Um, and my husband can attest to this. And rest is not grabbing my laptop and working from the couch at night, uh, but actually enjoying my life and being very present to my life and what God is doing and the people that God has placed around me. Um, I tend to struggle a lot with workaholicism, if that's even a word, um, aka I'm a workaholic and I tend to really get really passionate about my work and do a lot of things. Um, and where I do want to serve my clients on my business side, I also need to have like boundaries for myself and I'll talk about that here in a minute, but, um, Mainly because I really, I tend to work a lot because I really do love what I do. Like, I genuinely love what I do with my business, which primarily is working with clients on their social media and their marketing. Um, And I really, I really do love it, guys. It's so much fun. And it's just such a um, place where I've really found that I have a lot of strengths in. So, that's been really exciting. Um, But just because you love something doesn't mean that you shouldn't have boundaries on it. And that's where I've been really convicted and found that, okay, well, I need to set myself up. Even if that's waking up earlier, I would rather wake up earlier than work later in the sense of, okay, well, when I'm working later, I'm cutting out time with my husband. I'm cutting out time with friends. I'm not present to my life. Um, And so I kind of am really working towards okay, what can I do to make sure I have very strict time restraints? I am very good at getting projects done on time. And that comes with just being more disciplined and having more boundaries. So that goes right into number two, which is number two, setting boundaries in my work and personal life. And I think those two go hand in hand because a lot of the times my work And personal life mix a lot. And that's something that I obviously know is very much integrated into who I am. But I don't want to my work to overwhelm my personal life. Like I've really tried to set my life up to where I have more flexibility to live instead of live to work. Um, Or what is it? Work to live live to work, whatever. Anyways, the polar opposite of working myself to death in order just to make a living. Like I would rather sacrifice certain things in order to have a full life and be present. Um, and so that's where like I'm setting very strict boundaries on like what times I'm working. If I'm working after five, um, or trying not to work after five. Um, and try not to be on my laptop after like 5 p.m., which is sometimes hard for me because I, again, love working. (laughs) And um, even sometimes it's on my own business, but I've learned I just need to really cut that out and um, be present to my real life. And of course, there are going to be some days where I'm like, I have so much free time today 
and I feel really creative. And yeah, of course, like if I feel like I'm again working from a place of overflow instead of overwhelm, I'm definitely going to do that. If I feel like really um, inspired and really creative, I'm st- I'm gonna like write all the things down, write the ideas down, record the podcast, whatever that is. Um, but I don't want to f- feel pushed or pressured from literally myself, like not not anybody else, just me. I have so high of expectations on myself. Um, but instead work from that place where I am overflowing with creativity or overflowing with gratefulness or overflowing with something that I want to share and I want to create, um, instead of feeling like I have to do X, Y, and Z. So yeah, create boundaries. I would definitely suggest that because I am doing that a lot this year. Um, number three is creating daily and weekly disciplines to better who I am as a person and in turn how I show up to the world. So for me, this looks like waking up earlier and doing my devotional time before I start like actual work um, because I know myself and I know if I get started on something, I'm more likely not going to take that time to have quiet time, um, to journal, to read my Bible, any of that because I'm going to get distracted by work and other things that I have going on. So that means getting up, getting out of bed, getting awake and diving right into my Bible time. And I will say this is a, has been a lot harder for me um, more recently just because I have just been so distracted um, with like other things that I have going on. So yeah, I need to get better at this. And I am telling myself that I'm going to do a better job. And maybe that just means setting my phone up and my laptop up to not let me open it until a certain time or um, something like that in order to really create that discipline and have that accountability to myself. Also, daily discipline really focuses on like drinking enough water and making sure I know exactly what I'm eating throughout the day. Not in like a restrictive way, but just being very present to, okay, well, is this fueling my body? Is this good for me? And why do I feel like I'm hungry right now? Um, And so also being very conscious of like when I'm hungry instead of just eating like in the morning at lunch at night. Like actually eating when I'm hungry instead of just eating because it's lunch or eating because it's a certain time. Like actually feeling and understanding more of like my body and like what is happening and if I'm hungry, if I'm not hungry and like just all those things. Being very self-aware of um, my stomach, honestly, and knowing what I eat that makes me feel good. And then also knowing what I eat that makes me feel bad and avoiding the things that make me feel bad. Um, because guys, I'm only 24, but listen, ever since 21, I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm a lot more conscious of like my health because I'm only getting older from here. I literally turned 25 this year. So I know some of you are probably rolling your eyes if you're older than me, but I want to remind you how it feels to age. And you're like, oh gosh, I cannot do all the things that I used to do because I'm not living the same type of life that I always used to live. Like I was an athlete all through high school, very active through college. I slowed down a lot during college and then I I just have had seasons where I'm like up and down. And so this year I really want to create habits that can sustain me for the rest of my life. Um... And I know the younger I build those, the easier it's going to be as I age and as I get older. So that's kind of my mentality of 
creating daily habits that turn into weekly habits that turn into monthly habits that turn into yearly habits to where it becomes my life instead of just something that I do. So incorporating workouts, working out at least four times a week. Um, I just hired on um, a a trainer. Um, Her name is Riley Counts. Love her. I've been doing some of her online workouts um, and she does different training programs and also does like in-person workouts. She is a few hours away from me. So I got a workout program from her. And so I'm super excited to do that. Um, because I'm just someone, I would just do like cardio and, and abs and arms and like legs, but I, I really want to know exactly what I'm working out and what's going to give me results, um, in an efficient way. Like, obviously I know I'm going to have to put the work in, but when it comes to like working out and workout plans, I'm just, I'm, I love like things like I've used Beachbody before. I love that. Um, I've used another person and she's so great. She's also from my hometown and love her workouts, but I just like, I sometimes have to change it up a little bit just to kind of play around with what works for me. Um, so I'm excited to start this program. Um, but yeah, those are some of my daily, weekly disciplines to help better, um, who I am as a person and then how I show up to those around me and to the world. Um, So I hope you all have some weekly, daily habits or disciplines that you're implementing. If you do, send me over a message and let me know what those are. I would love to know. Um, Number four is I'm focusing on what is working instead of what everyone else is doing. And so what I mean by that is really instead of comparing my life and my business and all the things to everyone else on social media, I'm really taking a step back and reflecting on what works for me, what life do I want? Um, because I've always been super duper, um, pushed towards entrepreneurship, but, um, I know that looks different for everyone. So I'm kind of asking the question, what does entrepreneurship look like to me and what life do I actually want to live? Like what, where do I see myself in five years, 10 years, 20 years? What does that look like? And I think it's really good to be honest and get real with ourselves because we can actually start to allow God to answer those questions instead of allowing the world and other people to answer those questions for us. So that's something that I'm doing, really being um, aware of, am I doing this because someone else has told me that that's what I need to do? Or is this something that I really feel called to? Is this something that aligns with my future and my future goals for myself and me and Wyatt's goals? Like, I just ask those questions often, and I'm really asking those this year. Um, Number five is quieting the noise in order to hear more from God in my life, and that kind of ties into number four. So, again, just stop, (laughs) mainly just stop scrolling through social media and instead focusing on what it looks like to just be quiet and let God speak in my life. Um, And that's like on a personal level too, like me personally just being quiet literally and letting God do his work. And the last one is number six, focusing on areas I want to grow and honing in on what I'm good at. So really getting serious about what skills I am super confident in what I'm super good at um, and really putting priority on those and 
kind of cutting out the fat of my life and in my business to really become an expert on X, Y, and Z instead of trying to do everything, really focus in and hone on on a few set of things. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I do social media management, virtual assistance marketing for some of my clients. Um, and I personally, I do a really good job at adapting and doing whatever it is that my clients need, which I love to do. But I'm really wanting to focus in more on what I'm an expert at and really becoming an expert in the things that I am already, I already have a really good uh, foothold on. So I hope that makes sense. Um, but I hope that's something that you guys can apply to your life as well. Like focusing on what you're really good at instead of focusing on your weaknesses and really working off your strengths instead of constantly being like, well, I'm not good at this and this and this, and I'm not good at that. And I'm not good at that. Who cares if you're not good at something? That can be a growth area, but really focusing on what you are good at and then own that and see what happens because we all have different giftings and talents and I truly believe that's for a reason. So I hope this episode is encouraging to you as you enter in 2023 and you might have, you might be like me, you might have big plans for this year and big hopes. And I hope all of those hopes and dreams and wishes come true for you. So if you enjoy this episode, feel free to send me a message over on Instagram. My name is at Tessa Joanne, T-E-S-S-A-H-J-O-A-N-N. So I would love to hear feedback from you, what you're looking forward to in 2023 and all the things. So I have a great feeling about 2023 and I hope you do too. So I hope you guys have an amazing year. Stay tuned for more podcasts coming up weekly and keep it real.